you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Hi, and hello, football fans. It's your old pal Dave, Dave Damashek. What's going down? I hope all's well wherever you are. Welcome to the Dave Damashek Football Program, presented as always by McDonald's. Go get you some all-day breakfast, all day, or any time of the day you want. Listen, we have a lot to get to here. I can't recall being so excited to kibitz about a weekend of pro football as I am to talk about this one. Coming up, wild card round review. There were a couple of very, very painful losses if you were a fan or a player for, well, all four teams are probably feeling down the uh, in the loser's bracket, but two especially really jumped out as some especially tough losses to take. And Martavis Bryant, you know, the greatest catch of all time is now considered to be Odell Beckham, but we might need to update that based on what Martavis Bryant did on Saturday night. We'll get into all that and more. Let's go around. Let's say hello to everybody starting off. With my man, who on Saturday, (laughs) I mean on Sunday, we did a little bit of game day blitz. If you've been watching that on NFL now throughout the season, we're doing a little modified version of it through the playoffs. We're doing, you know, about 45 minutes or an hour's worth of it. Maurice, Bucky, Colleen Wolf, and I did that. We'll do it again this week. I'm speaking, of course, about Maurice Jones. Drew, what's the poop, fella? I'm chilling, Shaq. How are you, man? Oh, you know, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling. I'm I know feeling. you're feeling good. This wasn't the best weekend of football. Last weekend was because if it wasn't for the, the Bills beating the Jets, brother, you wouldn't be in the situation you are right now, all happy and ready to go. The football gods wanted what they wanted, and uh, and we as fans benefited from it. I think for for the most part, it was uh, like I say, the weekend's action, bum first game, forgettable last game, but in between two juicy ones. Bum first game. You kidding well, me? That was fun. Yeah, I mean, it was fine, but it wasn't uh, 
if you're a Texans fan, there wasn't a lot to be excited about. Next up, let's say hello to the 12-year veteran of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Seated to my immediate left, although handsome is usually there, but instead it's Ike Taylor. What's the poop, fella? Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Ike. How you doing? Good. <laughs> a pleasure to see you once again. I, I, I would uh, expect that he'll be more expansive uh, <laughs> as we get into the wild card round and beyond. And lastly, but not leastly, he's feeling good because he's our resident Miami Dolphins fan. He comes from all the way over in London, England. It's Handsome Hank, everybody. I have to say, even I no longer feel comfortable with See, Handsome I, having an intro and Maurice and, and Ike not having one. I mean, you've been saying you was going to get us one. Egg yeah, on since, my face. Since August. Since Belated August. Christmas present. Since By this time next week, if it, the, if you do not have intro music, shame the devil, and I and I walk out the door, and you guys just do the show. Is that really going to happen, though? Yeah, it's going to – well, I leave, yeah. yeah. I'm a man of my word. I'm a man of honor. You know, since uh, Ike beat black tie in basketball, we're never going to get that, right? No. Oh, <laughs> black tie were in charge. He doesn't have anything to do with that. No, he doesn't. Hey, oh, okay. hey, what the score was? 7-2. to two. Yeah. Well, 2-2 two, two for a bit. 2-2 two, two, said then it was black tie at one point. Hey, handsome, how are you feeling about Gase? Gase. Adam Gase era begins. Yeah. I don't know. That's <laughs> I'm I'm not that excited about it. It's the same as the last three highs the Dolphins made. I don't. Yeah, I feel like this is uh, hard to get really excited yeah. about. So let's move on. We'll see what happens there. The coaching uh, uh, picture is Maurice coming has into something focus to say about it. Yeah, no, that was just funny that he was like, "Oh, that's it." I think that's he's yeah. a, a, a sincere I, the, reaction from Dolphins. Yeah, he's, he's, Dolphins fan. He, what do you? He's scoring. He's scoring. You feel that way, Hanson? Get excited by a new coach, a yeah. new era, all the hype. and uh, Hugh yeah. Jackson, there would have been excitement. Mm-hmm. Tom Coughlin, completely different, but excitement. Right. Adam Gase is kind of like, eh. He's like, the smart, he's like the smart kid in your class. It's like, yeah, I don't want to hang is out. Is he? Well, apparently, that's what, that's what he's being sold as. Well, my pro- I want to see who he hires. Because Joe Philbin's staff, like, they all left at the end of the season, and now they're receivers coach at the University of Cincinnati or something like that. That's not going to work. I mean, he right. needs to hire good stuff. I want to talk about this. No offense, but that's one of the 20 have-nots. I want to talk right. about the 12 teams that made it in to the annual pro football tournament in January. It's heating up. And, by the way, it's the best tournament still in all of sports. I think we can agree on that. March Madness is good. NBA playoffs have their charm. But, I mean, listen, th- this is where it's at. Let's get to very important stuff here and take a look at the updated playoff picture after a wild, wild card round, like I say, of course, you already know this. The Kansas City Chiefs took down the Texans. And let's start there real quick because, listen, no jive. We only have so much time here to kibitz amongst uh, the four of us. And I don't want to waste time going too deep on the Chiefs-Texans game because it just plain wasn't all that compelling. But, Ike, how surprised were you? Because I know you had the Texans with good reason because that defense was dynamite for the last four or five weeks there. But the Chiefs really had the better of them from the word go. I wasn't surprised. Mm -hmm. But I was surprised by the five takeaways Kansas City generated and you get an interception, a punt, a field goal, a punt, punt. So, technically, you're not scoring on offense. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to keep saying that. In order for KC to win, it has to be 
touchdowns by their special teams or their defense. Yep. Because Alex Smith is not trained to come from 10 to 14 behind. Mm-hmm. He's trained to be above schedule. So when you're up 14-0, I can start handing the ball off a little bit more, make a few more passes. He was 17 to 22, very efficient. But we still ain't generating sevens. We, st- I, I, it's we, a- we only had one touchdown. I I would push back on that. Were Jeremy Macklin healthy going into Foxborough? Right. But now I, my enthusiasm for the Chiefs, I have to rein it in a little bit. We're going to get to that round in just a li- uh, in just a second here. But you see the teams, you know the teams that have advanced into the divisional round. We're going to tell you who we think is the the wild card winner that has the best chance of winning this coming weekend. Meantime, let's talk about it. And I'm not doing say whatever you want. Dave's a Steelers homer, and that's why he wants to talk about it. I take Taylor played for the Steelers. No, I want to talk about the Pittsburgh Steelers at the Cincinnati Bengals last Saturday night because it was, and easy to say that you're being hyperbolic again, Dave, that was the weirdest game I've ever seen in college or pro football ever. Maurice, agree or disagree? I thought it was the epitome of football. You know, we talked about this earlier. It was hard hitting. It was defense. Guys were battling back and forth. Uh, Pittsburgh gets out to a great lead. Injuries come in. Guys have to make you know come back and help. Landry Jones is Landry Jones, and he almost you know sealed your fate. But because Jeremy Hill was careless with the ball, you got a chance to get back in. You saw Big Ben come back, and they made a run down at the end to kick a field goal to win. That was that was very fine analysis, Maurice. Except for the fact that yeah, it was fun. It was interesting, and I, I you know, Coach Tomlin after the game said it, and a lot of people it's already rubbed people the wrong way, and you could tell that it would he said hey I thought both teams represented the AFC North and people furrow their brow and oh that was ugly out there it might sound like rhetoric but hey listen like it or not it's nasty and those teams really don't like each other and they both like to play with that physical edge it's not for everybody it wouldn't go I mean like for instance the Atlanta Falcons in a game like that would be would be a wreck from the word go. Certain teams with all the back history, uh, recent men uh, Reggie Nelson put Levy and Bell out in week 17 last year. Then Vontez Burfick puts out Levy and Bell this year. Then he puts out Big Ben Roethlisberger and there's heat and then the Bengals rightly feel like, well, Ryan Shazier crossed the line with Gio Bernard and Keith Butler. I mean, I'm sorry, Mike Munchak crossed the line with Reggie Nelson, grabbing his hair, all that. Objectively, Handsome Hank, you're watching that one. You have no stake in this game. Was that the weird uh, – uh, uh, am I going too far saying that's the weirdest game? I, I mean, the, the end was really weird, but it was the – I agree with MJD. It was, a, it was a fun game to watch. It had everything – had all the different storylines you want to get from out of a football game. Like you say, injuries, surprises – Players coming up and playing in the in a playoff game, playing better than they've ever played before in their lives, and then the end was weird. The end was definitely weird. Ike, what did you make? Let's try to go through it because there's so many moments that stand out. My pal, former Pittsburgh uh, Pittsburgh uh, guy, who's now a prominent uh, sports writer, Sean Conboy, said that the Martavis Bryant catch is maybe the weirdest catch or the greatest catch of all time, and it's about ninth or tenth on the list of weird things that happened in that game. Let's start off with the first one that jumped out to me. What did you think about Mike Munchak and Reggie Nelson's little run-in on the sideline? Yeah, Coach can't do that. Coach can't do that. Oh, really? I I thought it was really – No, because their reaction. All right, maybe I am. Their reaction. Like – if a coach for Cincinnati would have touched me that way, I'm going to headbutt him. I'm going to break his nose. 
<laughs> and I'm going to try to give him a black eye. Because you can't touch me. Because uh-huh. as soon as I get over to your sideline, I'm trying to duck and dodge you so I don't touch you because you might react a certain way. Is there any way he did it by accident? Huh? No. No. He I didn't know, pull his hair just, on purpose. He didn't pull his hair on purpose. I don't think he pulled his hair. Did what, he? what he did was. Reggie Nelson's was hair is arm length. So, no, like, he tried he to grab his arm. It don't matter. Still, still. All right. I'm just yeah. saying, I don't think he intentionally it, yanked his hair. It don't matter. Still, still, still don't do that. You got other things to yank. <laughs> don't yank my hair. Because if you pull my hair, we got problems. And since I got this helmet on, <clears throat> I'm going to go ahead and give you this quick hair button to see that blood go down. I feel like, and true or false, fellas, there, I, anybody who looks at an individual moment, and says like, well, that was out of bounds, so you know that, or that play was out of line. That should have been flagged, isn't it? I mean, it's human nature. It's an accumulation, and I feel like both sides. If you're a Bengals fan, you felt like the Steelers are doing terrible things out there to our guys, and if you're a Steelers fan or player, you're looking at it and thinking like, hey, flag the Bengals for what they're doing right now, and and one thing informs the next thing. It's like dominoes, and it just keeps getting worse and worse and worse, and to the point I started to get legitimately. I started to get a little like scared in my belly. I thought when it was <laughs> when it was fin- I would listen that's that good. that environment. I like hey. to watch football, Shit. but a game like that reminds me. Shit. I would do very poorly if I ever had to go out. <laughs> on the field. I would good. not. I would cry. This football. is a guy who two weeks ago was saying he could lead a. He thinks he could lead a, hey, lead Shaq, a, that's a quarterback. Football. Lead a drive. In two thousand and five, we had that same bully mentality for mm-hmm. the Pittsburgh Steelers. Like the only time we was getting flagged back in the day was you standing over somebody and showboating. But all that Antonio Brown hits, Bernard hits, you wasn't getting flagged for that. Right. And Wheaton hit by the safety. You mm-hmm. wasn't getting flagged for that. The only time you was getting flagged if you hit him, then kind of stood over him. But you forget, it's football. It's, it's a physical sport. That's that's what you playing the game for. And and honestly, perfect. he kind of let up. Because look. You think so? Because no Deion Sanders says the same it, thing. He kind of hey, – he could have he could have really gave it. It, it doesn't take much – on the chin. Look at that. He could have hit him with his head. He hit him with a shoulder pad. And honestly, you're supposed to hit somebody with a shoulder pad. If he would have led with his head, there's no telling what happened to A.B. If he would have led with his head. I, it would have been. No, he hit him all shoulder pad. So you're taught now as a football player, they teach you when you're small, to hit with this. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what he did. Let me say this. But is, the there show- any, is there any way he could have stopped no. no, no, you're going you can't stop. You can't I'm stop in two question. steps. Yeah. I mean, that's what people are saying. Yeah, you How do you stop. expect a man of his size running that, that speed to stop one, two? Check this out. Look at, look at the safety when he hit Wheaton. Wheaton caught it, took three steps. The safety damn near stopped and just gave him a flipper. Bam. So I got to protect myself too. As a defensive player, you got to protect yourself because if, if he's coming in scared and you coming in scared, somebody going to get hurt. Is that what that's called, a flipper? A flipper. Bam. Flipper. Yeah. Give him the flip. Bam. Just take a flip. You put that flip on, bam, you good. I, I let just, it never be said that, see, even here in Studio 66, talking about this heated game, Let it. we never abandon the no-jive rule here. Right. Look, Ike Taylor of the Steelers and his good pal is Antonio Brown. That was good And football. that was scary stuff, and yet you're still saying. That's good football. That's football. That's and, football. and, Maurice, you, sa- you had some really interesting thoughts well, on the game Perfect has. Yeah, well, I, like I, I – I mean, his stat line alone lets you know kind of how it went, how he played. He played magnificent. But I remember when we played you guys in the playoffs, Ike, and we felt like we were the bullies in 2007. That was our mentality. And we knew going into Pittsburgh it was going to be a two-chin-strap game. So you knew going in this what it was going to be. The league knew it. The refs knew it. Everybody knew what it was going to be. It was going to be a physical game. But you, I think a, a little bit guys got out of their 
out of their their head a little bit, right? So Pac-Man Jones trying to go after Joey Porter hits the ref, or Burfecht was a little bit out of control and a couple other things. But still, it was a physical game where guys made some mistakes that cost them, right? So Big Ben scrambles out of the pocket when he really didn't have to, scrambles in the Burfecht, gets sacked, gets hurt. Okay, you, you have McCarron throwing late to the flat, which we always talk about. Don't ever throw late to the flat because you're putting the receiver in, in, a, in a situation where he might not be able to protect himself. Or you might throw a pick. You do that, hit, game changes, right? So there's so many different things that, that you saw in this game of intensity, emotion. Like, to me, I started getting goosebumps watching because I remember the rain's pouring down, fans are throwing stuff at people. I've been in those games before. All right, let's try to talk about as many of these as possible. And I, I guess we'll just jump all over the place as, they, uh, as they rise up here. First of all, the perfect play. It's a great interception. Phenomenal. And as I say in the Sheck report, it, the only thing that would have made that better is if the referees didn't whistle him down by contact and if he got up and thought he was down and ran the ball all the way through the other end zone and, and cost his team with the game losing safety. Said, then I would have laughed and laughed forever. Sorry. As it was, it's hysterical. And it, and As a Steelers fan, that will forever make me laugh that he did that with a minute and a half left and he still ended up losing and the if game. He'd stayed, and if he'd stayed in the locker room, they probably would have won the game. But come on. Mike, what did you think of that? React to that. I, 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 Because I saw you earlier today in the hallway for the first time since the game, and we started to talk, and I said, you know what, I don't want to talk about it. Let's wait for the podcast because I don't know what your thoughts are for real on, on any of the things that really went down there. I know, obviously, you're probably happy to see Pittsburgh advance, but beyond that, you're also – you keep it real. You say perfect, had a great game and all that. What did you think about perfect getting up and running the ball there in that spot? Nothing. He was celebrating. All right, but he should have been flagged. That's a delay of game. They, they did it to Willie Gay earlier flag, in the game for dancing. Flag, flag for what? Because I, the standard is you he, can't excessively celebrate. He Running right. off the field with five of your teammates that's under cool. the tunnel. That's, that's, ain't nothing wrong with that. I think it's funny. I don't care. I would be that's, fine if you did that, but cool. based on the rules, don't you have to flag it? No, you can't flag the man for that because, honestly, that's his ball. So yeah. you need to hurry up and get a new ball. <laughs> All right. The referees – so they getting off the field. The referee crew need to hurry up and get a new ball because that's his ball. He caught it, interception, bam, it's mine. I'm right. gone. Well, now you're being crazy because uh, that's, that's, that's a penalty. How? He runs 70 yards into the end of his own – And listen, into he's, the down, of he's the down by contact, right? Right. That's my ball. Right? That's my ball. You know what? I'm about to go home with my ball. Maurice? I told you I felt Shaq. You like that. I, I like stuff like that because I it shows, like it too from a no, distance. No, you don't like it because it was against the Pittsburgh Steelers. If it was against anyone else, you'd be They do it all the time. What do you I mean? laughed when Willie Gay and Joey Porter did it the last time they were in he Cincinnati. Laughed, but you didn't laugh but, at that though. Yeah, why well, that's not funny though. No. I see. No, you're right. You're right. A touchdown celebration. No, it's now successful. it's very funny. No, 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 no. After a touchdown celebration, it's successful. Right. But Dupree can't be doing the same thing. All right. Will Gate. And, but let, they got a flag for that. Let Will Gate. They did it last time. Let, Coach T don't kill. He wants everybody to have their own kind of character. And who's the same guy? Oh, fire, Coach Tomlin. They losing. How you lose to the Ravens? Oh, oh we should get rid of Coach nah. You, you got to let your team have your own personality. These guys have their own I agree. And by the way, it's not fair to say I wanted Coach Tomlin. Yeah, I said, yes, you did. I said if they lost to the Browns, if they lost to Austin Davis's Browns, if they finished with a Check. playoff spot, losing to Ryan Mallett's Ravens and then to Austin Davis's Browns, then you have to really look at it. They didn't. So they then it's not a – 
They just it's resigned him last year. They just gave him an extension last Shaq, year. All right. Well, you sound I'm not- like one of the people that work here that was telling us that the Bengals should fire Marvin Lewis because he's 0-7 in the playoffs. I said, you know what? I, think I know that a is bunch something of coaches. you have to think about. Well, let me tell you this. I'm going to tell you about eight Jacksonville coaches that I can name right off the top of my head that are 0-0 zero and zero in the playoffs. Right. You know why? Because they never made it. See, Marv ain't the problem. No. You, you need them kind of guys. Marv can't step on the line. Like, he's in the white. He's behind the white on the sideline. These guys on the field got to be able to control their emotions. But that's – I mean, that what but, you just said about the Steelers but, players but the and key, they have their character. But, but the key is the quarterback always been the Achilles heel in the playoffs. Always. The quarterback. I think that, it's, I think that it's A.J. McCarron's loss that he uh, takes officially the loss. Let's Marv off the hook a little bit. I also think – and we talked about this a little bit over the weekend, Maurice – you know, everybody who's pointing out now, it's very easy, 2020 hindsight, to say this is on Marv because that's what hey, you reap what you sow. You bring in guys like Vontez Perfect and Pac-Man Jones, you get what you get. Those guys are that kind of way. You know, we you got know out there like 2005. That? That's right. I, Peasy had, had an issue. James Harrison had an issue. I had an issue. And guess what we did? We won. Hey, you know who else is in the league right now? A team called the Seattle Seahawks. Those guys play – on the edge and across the edge. So this idea, I mean, I, yeah, there are going to be incidents that happen. Real quick, a couple of things. What did you think about the about Joey Porter going out there? Do you think he had the forethought? I'm going to run out onto the field, and I bet you I can I can get Burfecht oh. or Pac-Man. I say no to that. No, he's he checking on his guy. Right. That's he's what like, I think. People he, are giving him a little bit too much credit. Like, I'm going to play head games, and they won't be able to restrain themselves. I, I can tell you what happened. Much. He went to go check on his guy, and the Bengals players were what probably saying something. What you doing on him? Yeah. yeah. What you doing on the field? He, and he's going to be and like, like, who are you talking to? Mm. I'm not going to let you talk to me like that. Have y'all checked my resume? Because my resume, I don't do nothing on the field. I like to wait to the offseason. You check the Vegas resume. You check the Arizona resume. <laughs> like, I don't I do not do uh, – you check the Denver resume. I don't do no talking. Check the Cleveland resume. I don't do no talking. We can do this off the field. That's one thing they got to check <laughs> with Coach Pizza. Like, his off the field yeah. resume. He don't do no talking. And if you, if you saw him, I like it because we all in this group text. I say, dang, Pizza, that's growth. But the old piece would have took off <laughs> on the field right there. Oh, if only we could scroll through that group. If, if you look, if you look at if greatest. you look at his face, like I can't believe y'all trying me like this. He had that face, like I can't believe this. Like, like 2005, man, when we came here, that that that's over. It's it's y'all opportunity. I'm sure y'all y'all replaying that back. Oh, last time we played Pittsburgh at home, this what happened. It's over with, man. We won that year. So cool. Now y'all got an opportunity to win this year. And man, they just they 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 blew it, man. You need fourteen yards to get a field goal range. You get one personal foul, you give them fifteen. Then you get another personal foul and you give them thirty. So now it's a chip shot. That fifty, man, I don't know if our kicker would have made that fifty. Boy, I'll tell you what, for a team that had kicking issues early in the season, didn't. Boswell didn't just make those kicks. If there were a bar that extended straight up in the middle, he, he would have hit that he all four hit. times. I mean, he drilled all four kicks. Big stuff. Last thing on this one, and maybe we'll circle back to this one, but we want to talk about Seattle and a couple other things here. What did you uh what did you make of AJ McCarron? I mean, this is this is what it is to have in your head, have, have this uh, – uh, uh, A.J. McCarron's only been there for two years, and yet, obviously, it's pervasive enough, this excuse-making and, and this 
I don't want to say loser's mentality, but, I mean, his comments were really crazy after the game. And this, these are for real, too. Take a listen to A.J. McCarron's explanation for what went wrong out there. Um, just, uh, just to battle back and uh, as an offense the way we did and uh, with the circumstances of the game, I guess it seemed every time we got the ball, it was pouring rain. What and when they had it, I mean, just the weather. Well, maybe the Bengals fans helped uh, even things out by, by making it rain on Ben Roethlisberger with beer cans as he went out. What do you think of that, Ike? That was my first time hearing that. I have never heard that. That's <laughs> it rained more. He's, he's, he's yeah. young, and he's trying to like – He's trying to gather He's his trying time. to gather his thoughts. Yeah. He's trying to figure out what, what happened because really – in his mind, he won the game. Yeah, the game was over. Yeah. Like that's, like that's yeah. what he's thinking. Like we we won the game. I won my first playoff well, game. Sixteen, fifteen before all that happened. Yeah, mm-hmm. the, the game is over. I know we're good. Yeah. but you know what? I saw growth in him. No question. I agree. And, to and pull I think, that off. I think you have a problem now because he's only played what four games, including this one, four or five games. Shout out to Bucky Brooks. Shout out to Bucky Brooks, who said well, AJ McCarron well, is is Andy Dalton. Yes. Wait a second. It's fine to give a shout-out to him. Who else said that? Your old pal Dave. That's who. Dig the tape up. I absolutely said that on more than one occasion. I said McCarron over Dalton. We well, sat well, out you, on the you white said cap that before the season. You went. I said it when he got hurt, and the Bengals fans well, out, you, buried you know me in right. hate. You're right. Shout out to Dave Demashek. Check and Bucky. Check. All you have to do you. is say I said it to you. You have to go. Yeah, yeah. I don't know because I, I find Demichek. it disrespectful. We're all friends. I find. I get. It. Yeah, check, we get, do a lot of shows around here. At the same time, you was right. You was right because AJ's looking. He's looking real good. If you listen to the Denver Bronco players when they when they lost to Denver, in Denver. They say he wasn't rattled at all. Like, we thought we had him. We was hitting him a little bit. But he stood He stood in the middle of that fire, man, and he was throwing them balls. Like, and, he didn't care. And that's the one thing that Andy Dalton doesn't have. Mm-hmm. He don't have that. I think the one thing that we've been deprived of, and then we're going to move on, but I, the one thing that the Bengals' loss deprives us of is what would be a really fascinating decision for Marv Lewis. What if Andy Dalton said, all right, I'm ready to go now for the divisional round? Even if Andy Dalton wanted to go back in, even if he thinks I want to be in there, you got to save Andy from Andy because yeah. that's not a spot you want to be in. But week one next year, Andy Dalton's a starter. Yeah. That's yeah. He's gonna start a butch. You're, you're gonna, well, you're, you're gonna start. You oh. wait, wait. You're gonna start having a conversation about well, how he shouldn't. Only because of how much he gets paid. That's the only reason. For that, right? for that. But that's a good problem to have as a coach. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Well, somebody gonna trade for that kid. Somebody. Because some, some, the quarterbacks are needed in this league. Yes. I could see him, them trading him or something. So this offseason, the man came down from fifteen zero. Maybe Hugh will take him up to. Uh, up to Cleveland or San Francisco, something like that. I don't know if the Bengals will want to deal them within the division. All right, let's talk about the other really compelling game. It was slow and but frigid, so it was visually compelling watching that game from the Twin Cities, Minnesota. But then the second half, talk about, again, number of events. It wasn't as weird a second half, but there were a lot of big-time plays in that game, final score ten to nine. I think a little bit is being made. It, it's easy again after the fact to say, "Well, what you saw there." I heard some prominent sports voices saying today, "Well, what you saw was Russell Wilson ultimately is a better quarterback than Teddy Bridgewater, huh?" The Bridgewater took him down the field. The poor kid missed a twenty-seven yard field goal. That's the difference in the game. What 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 was what jumped out at you, Maurice? Uh, I, I thought that if it was on an even playing field, there's no weather involved. Seattle to blew him out, mm-hmm. and we talked about it. That cold for Minnesota, 
helped out a ton because you can see the difference in how the defense was playing. Cam Chancer was getting worked in the passing game, even though we know he's a liability. But it seemed like it was just much worse. Like they were targeting him on that last drive. Steve Weish told me, uh, our pal here at NFL Media, said one because he was uh, up there. He said one after the game, before the game, Cam Chancellor said, "No, we're good. We've played in worse conditions than this. The field is the field itself is heated underneath, so it's not that bad." After the game, Cam Chancellor said, "We completely underestimated it." It was miserable out there. And, Maurice, you made a really interesting point. You could see in the second half, you said, watch these guys. You know how cold, how you can tell how cold it is? None of them wants to fall down to the ground. Yeah, no one wanted to fall. Everybody was fighting to stay up. And, yeah. and, and when you see things like that, it was crazy. But we said it on Sunday, uh, K.J. Wright is the, under, is the hero of this whole thing. Mm-hmm. I think he doesn't get enough credit for what he does. He hits. He gets sacks. He, he's all over the place. I mean, this dude, he was a re- – the reason Adrian Peterson fumbles because he had his arm. He was holding his arm, and he had one arm out, and then uh, Chancellor came and ripped it right there. He punched the ball out again. I mean, these guys – Look at it on YouTube. If you're listening to us right now, go to yeah, go uh, to YouTube and look for NFL and find the podcast you can watch Bruce, along with it. Bruce Irvin, too, from West Virginia, he's finally becoming that, that first round that you've been looking for. He's able to stop the run. And you know for sure he's going to get to the quarterback. The tear for me, and people love to talk about the Legion of Boom and the individuals within it. The guy to me that is the, I, you know, I guess you could go all over the place with that defense, Bobby Wagner as well as K.J. Wright. But, man, Michael Bennett is, to me, maybe oh. the best defensive end in the NFL. And yet you never hear anybody talk about him in that the way. The best penetrator. Yeah, he's. I mean, he's just unstoppable. The he always player. gets deep. Yeah, that's right. He he will get paid next year because no this question. guy, he rushes from the outside. He can rush at the three technique. We talked about it. If they were going to go to Washington, he was going to destroy Washington's offensive line, similar to what he did against uh, Minnesota's. I mean, when your guard can't block him because he's swimming or making quick moves, penetrating your running game. I mean, what what AP had, what, 40 yards this week, 23 mm-hmm. carries for 40 and yards? And a fumble, and he demanded it. And I love, you know, people love in sports. A lot of people love underdog stories. I like in, when it counts, when it when, when you're the best guy on the team or you're, you're the star of the team, and now everybody looks at you like, hey, please come through for us, hero. And the guy rises to that because that's pressure, man. If you're an underdog and you're not supposed to do it, you, you're playing free. Um, the weight of the world's on your shoulders when you ask for it. I love when guys come through in that. That, to me, is the best. That, uh, Michael Jordan demanding the ball and then hitting the shot. Mario Lemieux, Ben Roethlisberger, obviously the guys I root for. But, you know, I, that's what I think is the coolest, is in the clutch when the best players play clutch. And and Russell Wilson, we're sitting there watching on Sunday this game. And the uh, the – Vikings were about to kick a field goal, and Bucky Brooks said, if he makes this, the game's over. It'll be 9 nothing going into the fourth quarter. And I said, man, I thought that sound like I a seer. That. I said that. I said, I said, listen, Russell Wilson, and think about this. This is true. There's never been a playoff game that he's been in where he doesn't make a crazy second-half play. He always makes some outside-the-box weird play, like, whoa, who else could have made that play? And so it was even that backyard, though he drops the 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 snap and it gets him down there, and that's what gets him into the end zone the first time. What do you think about Russell Wilson, where he is right now, Ike? Man, he's cool, calm, and collective. You know, as a <clears throat> excuse me, as a as a quarterback, man, you're allowed to have one bad game. So this is probably one of his worst games. He was bad in Green Bay and in, in the NFC title game like, against Green Bay. I yeah, say, last over, year. But, over, but he, over your six, he came through in the fourth quarter again. Over over your six, and that's that's key. Because you got a lot of you got a lot of quarterbacks that that play good the first three quarters, but I need you in the fourth quarter when it really counts, and that's that guy. But Russell Wilson, man, over the past eight weeks, he's been hot. You know what I'm saying? Like people keep talking, but it was nine 
to 10. They didn't score a touchdown. They didn't score a touchdown. And, yeah, they had an opportunity at the end. But, heck, man, if they ain't scoring a touchdown kicking field goals, I got to give a shout-out to their defense. It's just oh. now we got to clean up on the offensive side. And if Beast Mode come back, if Beast Mode come back, it's a totally different uh, that team. Of all the possible players taking out my rooting interests, the, the game that is the most interesting, I'm glad that we're going to get this one. Right. Seattle at Carolina. Boy, that's going to be a dandy. I just think – I hope everybody is healthy on both sides so we see how this one shakes Well, I think out. the biggest thing is – Bridgewater, he showed us growth, but not enough yet. Because when you get to the red zone three times, it can't be field goals. You have to score. Especially in the playoffs, you have to score a touchdown because things like this can happen. So you have to be able to protect your defense. Your defense played lights out all the right. game. They gave up one play. The whole game they gave up one play, mm-hmm. and it ends up biting them in the butt. Yep. Um, and, you know, real quick to just go back one thing because uh, I'd be remiss not to ask you, Ike. Early in the week, any word, any sense from either Ben Roethlisberger or Antonio Brown about their availability on Sunday? No, I ain't no word, but I can tell you this. Just from my my opinion, they're both going to play. You think so? No Antonio point. Brown, though, is he's subject to the concussion protocol. Yeah, I'm cool with all that. But you only get one shot to get I know, but he can't override that. If, like he, if, if either he passes he's all this, Yeah, if, if he passes all his tests and they feel like he's able and he's clear, he playing. Oh, I have no doubt about that. Roethlisberger, from what I gather, we talked to Kurt Warner. A lot of name dropping going on oh. on this show today, Maurice. But we talked to Kurt Warner, who knows a thing or two about slinging the ball. And he said that from, you know, that, uh, you know, separated shoulder or maybe it's, you know, uh, however you want to term what is going on with Roethlisberger. I've heard a couple of explanations of it. Bottom line is, is that it's a uh, or it's compressed or whatever, is that it's going to be a pain issue for Roethlisberger. And, and, and he and he, he does with pain. Well, he, he likes the John Wayne yeah. things like he did on Saturday. Night. I'm going to give it a try and run yeah, out he, there. But don't he, let that fool you. He legitimately let, can play. with he'll, pain. he'll rock you to sleep. He'll rock you to sleep, then hit you with that knockout punch, bam. So don't 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 let that fool you. What you gotta like about Ben is it ain't all it's gonna it's not gonna be on Ben. Real you gotta, quick, you, let's you go. Got a, you got a deep threat guy in Martavis. You got one of your best receivers in the world if he playing Antonio Brown. Mm-hmm. Their threats just in general. So the threat of them making a short pass or a deep play, that's gonna open up the offense anyway. So in 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 Haley's case, he did the right thing. You know what? I'm gonna let all these just pay attention. I'm going to let all these guys run yep. down the field, and I'm going to dunk it to these running yep. backs. That, that's all that drive was, one-on-one matchups with the running backs and the linebackers. Three three passes to the running backs. Bam, bam, bam. So them five-yard gains turned into 10, 7, 15-yard gains. But that works, go. that works in limited – like he had whatever it was, five minutes to do that. That's not – a whole game of that, they're going to work that out pretty you, quick. You, you know, if, is, he, if he, if he know, can't ben throw deep. Well, at least throwing the ball three times deep. Yep. So if I'm, if he got a shot of throwing, you need to three do times, that early on. Throw uh, early, the speed, scam, scam early. Yep, with scam the, early. Yep. With the speed that that front seven of Pittsburgh is suddenly exhibiting in the last six weeks or so, Peyton ain't gonna have a good right. time himself. But real quick, I want to go around and, and get this because I promised it. What is? We'll go around. What's the worst loss you've ever had? Uh, in I, football terms, in not in not in uh, life. Okay, I that would get uh, awfully I dark. Remember. Oh, I, I could go on. One day I'll do the worst losses of my life just as a human being, and it'll go on for seventeen hours. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be fascinating. Be anyway, go ahead. I I think the worst one I've experienced. Obviously, I didn't play football. I don't know if you knew that, like, but um, I the Dolphins lost to the Bills forty four thirty four. Well, how you get a montage if you ain't play football? In a how do I what? How you get a montage? 
an opening. I don't know. Maybe you shouldn't have played football. Then. Right. You would get one too. You're right. Uh, the Dolphins lost to the Bills in the AFC Championship game. I think it was the year was 1993, maybe four, three, I think. And I had to listen to the game on a radio on Armed Forces Network, <laughs> like hanging out of my bedroom window. That was the only way you get reception for it. And then they lost, and I was like, great. I just spent three hours kind of contorted into a position to... Uh, Didn't they lose 51 nothing or something? No, no. It was like 44-30. Yeah, it was ugly. That's uh, yeah, yeah. That's an ugly uh, mark on his resume. That he yeah, that one. The one you're thinking about is when the Jags beat him. 60, oh, that's sixty-two right. seven in his Congratulations final game. Congratulations on that, Maurice. Mike, you that. next. Worst loss for your team ever that you that you felt. That Packers Super Bowl. That was it. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Mm-hmm. That, that was the worst because I was on the other side. I I the confetti. Yeah. Oh, man. yeah. Let me go get my son. <laughs> Put my son on the field. So now you're you're getting. Excuse me, you gotta get By off. The way, off you go. Excuse me, getting the ropes, and you see these other, these other, the Green Bay Packers teams, man. They family, wives, sons. They running on the field, they smiling, and you looking back like, man, I've been there before, man. I, I get it. But as soon as you sit down in that locker, and be like, dang, I just lost the Super Bowl, hmm. and then everything just hits you like, get the crying, like your lip, your bottom lip, get the. The Eli, you got an Eli. Your bottom lip get the shivering, yeah. and grown men just crying like babies. Like, now hey, I don't bro. feel so bad when I get sad about a loss. We we, we lost the Super Bowl, yeah, because that would have been three for me. Three sound better than two. Don't get me wrong, two cool, <laughs> yes, it two does. cool, but three sound way better. That, that's what that's what seven is chasing. That's why he's going to play. I got news for you. I tweeted that the other day, and I know it's a big if, but if Ben Roethlisberger. We're going to do that on the next show. You know what? I'm sorry. So, Ben is like the Kobe. You can't you can't do it without Shaq. That's what everybody been saying. You can't win championships without Shaq. Kobe said, oh, yes, I can. Mm-hmm. Watch this. So, Ben been known for having a good defense. Like, hey, Ben, you've been spoiled for the most part of your career. Your defense has been real good. So, yeah, you had to do You made a few plays, but all right, you cool. Has opportunity to win a Super Bowl, and it's all him. Mm-hmm. This is all. I. You know what? All seven. And by the way, how many guys in hit when people bring that up about anybody? Like, well, that defense was so dominant for any QB who gets that. I mean, how many guys? How many QBs? How many offenses win Super Bowls with just abject bum defenses? No, I mean, in history of football, it never happens. You the do. San Diego Chargers never even got to a Super Bowl. You have to have some. They they can't just be garbage out there, Maurice. How, how say you? Worst loss ever. Worst loss ever was my first loss in college. First game of the year, we played Colorado. I never lost in high school. Never lost. A, I didn't know what it was to lose in high school. To That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Game. And we lost the first game of the year, and I fumbled the kickoff. It was the worst thing ever. Now, when you were at UCLA, you were known as Sharmon Shah, right? What's that? Oh, no, I'm thinking of another running back from UCLA. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, Kareem I mean, Abdul-Jabbar. Yeah. I was making a wise call. I know you were. That was a good one. <laughs> the Dolphins, right? I, don't know, I thought it was cute. You played for the Dolphins. Dolphins. Yeah. Cute joke. Yeah, it was pretty cool. No, I, I remember first becoming aware of you watching you play a game up in Washington, and you had a great game, and I thought it was a neat story because you was originally were Maurice Drew, and then yeah. you added Jones hyphen Drew to honor your grandfather. Yep. That was neat. Yep. Yeah, I lost my first game, Shaq. Cried like a baby. I My worst loss is the ought for AFC title game, the second in three years to those same New England Patriots. The first one was a ridiculous upset that was fluky. The second one, 
The Steelers were 15-1. and one. Ben Roethlisberger was a rookie. No rookie had ever taken his team to a Super Bowl, so that would have been a bit of history. The Steelers were 15-1. and one. Only the Minnesota Vikings hadn't won the Super Bowl with a record that good. Meantime, the New England Patriots had won two Super Bowls. And, you know, like you say, three's better than two, Ike. In history, there have been some teams, a precious few, that have gotten two rings. It's a different stratosphere when you get into that small club in the NFL of a team that's won three Super Bowls. So the Steelers could have kept the Patriots out of that conversation. And it was a misery. And talk about cold. It was one degree of kickoff. How do I know? Because I was in the stands that day. That game made me sick. I walk with a limp to this day, and I always will. No matter whatever happens, I'll always be sad about that one. Good old Troy Brown. That play right there, if a first play of of the fourth quarter – Plexico Burris on third down almost gets it on third and goal from the one. He catches that. Uh, it makes it a seven-point game. Steelers win. I, I, that was my second year, 4 Pittsburgh, the city, was cracking. We couldn't do no wrong. We had the keys to everything. Just think of something. Okay, we had the keys to that. <laughs> now, you, you, you think of something else. Oh, yeah, we had the keys okay. to that. Like, I think it was the same thing. Yeah. It was crazy. People talk about L.A., a team's going to move to L.A., maybe two. Miami, the fans, when they have other things to worry about, they aren't as into it. I don't know if I buy that, although Miami and Atlanta are really perennially not great sports towns. And Green Bay, Pittsburgh, Miami's Chicago. Miami's a great sports town. No, it's not. Are you kidding me? If their teams aren't good, then nobody goes to those games. You, you have you've seen every- a Marlins game lately? There are about uh, 11 well, people They should there. have never built that stadium. There's not enough. No one watches. No one goes to see the Hurricanes. The Hurricanes. Some people see the Dolphins. Not the the Florida Panthers. The, the Heat. Heat. If they're good, then people see them. Man, yeah, people liked them when they had LeBron, sure. But what that 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 used stars came out when LeBron and D. Yeah, well, but that's awesome. what I'm saying. When you get you a t- point is these towns that are that rally around, and like I said, it's not a coincidence too. That cold really helps fans buy into football games because now it's a shared experience. The Vikings fans went out there and they sat in three and a half hours, four hours of that. That was crazy. Minus fifteen. It makes you feel like you're connected, even if the players don't reciprocate that. You feel like as a fan sitting out there, I'm going through. Check, you was out in that? We we respect that. I was at that that game, yeah. We respect that even more because we're running around. You got to see. Oh, yeah, we're sitting there. I'm not doing that. I'm going to respect that all day. I'm not going to do it. I'm going to watch you for the Fortunately, I was dead inside by the second, uh, by the the halftime because after Tom Brady threw that That one over Palomalu's head. That good old Troy Brown. I don't like any of it. Let's not. I don't want to get into that. Instead, <laughs> let's uh, let's laugh at other people who had a traumatic experience on Sunday, specifically Minnesota Vikings fans after Blair Walsh missed that field goal. Let's take a quick look at that. You did wrong, Shay. <laughs> What am I wrong about? Hey, he you, went into the beetle side. Black tie. Why would you do that? Like do something that like I don't awesome. know. Black tie thought it would be a funny thing yeah, to look like, at. I, I haven't seen it. I know. I've never seen a kid that big just go back and he just like curled He went to back the to beetle. his mama. He just went back home. <laughs> he went back to his mama. I've never seen anything like that. I ain't like never it. seen nothing like that before you. I didn't know. When you play, you like you hear about the stories of fans and things like that, but I really didn't know people were like into that. You like – like, it's crazy to see. That doesn't seem has weird it been, to you? Has it been eye-opening being with Dave on a oh, Sunday Shaq, and watching Shaq is the, the worst. Steelers? Yeah, yeah. Shaq is the worst. I mean, like, that's, that's pretty typical. Week 17, Shaq stopped hosting the show and started watching the, the Bills, 
Jets game because that's what it was all about to him. It was it was more about right. him. I'm a than man of Charlie. integrity. Yeah. <laughs> You're not going to wash up. What have I said before? This doesn't exactly apply here. But listen, I love football America. I love the U.S. of A. But you know what? Black and gold over red, white, and blue. That's where, that's where I come down. That's, that's you don't like that? I'll, I'll, no no apology coming. I can dig that. Let me you know what? Black tie. The reason handsome Hank seated way over there is because black tie said, "Well, we can't. We we should, we have too much white in the middle." And handsome said, "Well, that makes us like an Oreo." Which is which would be right, but black tie felt it should go white, black, white, black. I always say it. I don't care if you're black or white. I just care if you're black and gold. That's what you say. Yeah, that's, that's, pretty good. <laughs> that's a long way for that joke. That's, that's well, not a you joke. Took, you went a long yeah, way for that joke. Ride. He set that up. Yeah, Joe. He's kind of a long time since. I've never been more serious about yeah. anything in my life, handsome Hank. <laughs> he set that up. That's what. That's, yeah. That was the setup. That was the setup. That was no setup. So that, that's that, like what we were saying about Ben throw deep early in the game. All right, game. Was, that was, was that Dave a layup throwing. A yeah. Handsome and Ike, be careful with yourselves. You're gonna. Wow. You're both about to be that's put. Yeah, I'm, I'm about to drop the yellow flag, and you'll be banned from 66 for a week. All right. Now, let me ask you something. That's how we'll have to do. You know if you ban Ike, I can't come, right? <laughs> it's just you All right, yourself. I'm going to ask Maurice real fast. Let's That's go around. Pick one show. team, wild card team from this weekend that has a, the best chance to win Kansas this Kansas City. I'm with you on that one. As much, even though Jeremy Macklin's out, I think the matchups. They I slapped think, him without Jeremy Macklin last bang, year. I think they can bang around Honestly. that defense a little bit on the ground. Ike? Oh, man. I got to go with Seattle. Mm. Seattle, yeah. It's a good one. Savvy pick, sure. I know you've been waiting for this. I'm going to say the Seattle Seahawks as well. Ah, uh, oh, you know what I want to ask? It's his best team to hear. The who? Say, say it again. The Seattle Seahawks. The Seattle Seahawks. <laughs> I know you like that. That's, That's right. Well, my other one, I when Ike said you. what was falling from this from the uh, uh, Cowboy Stadium when the Packers won the Super Bowl, what was that falling? It's confetti. Confetti! You know, I don't pronounce <laughs> all my words. So I yeah, right. I can, That's why I love the That's what you see the next confetti. to each other. Yeah. Not a confetti. Why well, I say tree? So, I mean, I say two. tree too. You say tree? Yeah. Give me three of them. He says three. <laughs> I'll say it again and just real fast, and we'll talk about it on our next show this week. But I do think the one thing the Steelers have going for them in this matchup, the best thing they have going for them is the way Shazier and Timmons are playing, that speed right up the middle. If they can get some heat on 18, he doesn't like that. I, I thought – uh. I thought Ty, Ty Haley listened to our show because we, we said, Ty, just keep it balanced. Mm. Like, you got to run the mm-hmm. ball. Mm-hmm. And he had 21 rushes, 31 passes. Yep. And the running backs rushed for over 100 and se- total. Tubman looked dangerous. 171. Oh, yeah, Tubman can go. But them guys had confidence during the week. If you listen to the coaching staff mm-hmm. and even the players, they like, look, we know Leia's out. We know D'Angelo out. But we got two guys that we like, two young guys that we like. And they showed a little bit little, of flash. Little thunder yeah. and lightning, as a yeah. matter a of fact, of uh, with that. And it's a credit to what Munchak's done with that offensive line. Right. If you don't know the story of Alejandro Villanueva, look it up. It's a nice story. Pouncey, if you love your red been and out. blue. Yep. Beecham, been out. These two starters. And they wind up making it to the playoffs. And the offensive line been playing solid. All right. And lastly, we got – no, we're not killing best catches, Black. I don't tell me we're going to rap. Why would we I'm not I, No, we were talking about football, Black Tie. Black Tie's upset because he feels like we've talked a little bit too much Steelers. Black Tie. What's his team? Be a man and say it into the He's microphone winning. so everybody can hear you. Why do you, why do you whisper winning. it in my ear? Why do you tell me about so that's it? That's his team. Way too much Steelers talking. Whoever winning. 
Whoever's winning is Black Tie's team. Yeah, he's from he's from it's Atlanta. It's hard to say. He's from Atlanta, team? but he said I think he's, he's a Panthers fan. Can we not then make he said he's a Seahawks fan. As flat as I am, let's not make the show about me. Let's focus here. As what as you are? <laughs> as flat as I am, let's not make Black the show about me. Black Tie. But for real, I don't Flatter. like you perpetuating this thing like, well, Dave only wants to. This was the weirdest football game I have ever seen. And we did the same amount of talk about the Seattle right. Packers game last year, too, because that was, to that point, well, that was about saddened. the weirdest game that I've ever seen. That was as weird as it got. And you were extremely saddened that you're, you know, your closet I Packers I was sad because I was rooting for Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, closet Packers. I, we haven't bothered with the Aaron Rodgers story this week, although I do encourage you out of self-promotion. Go dig up my uh, piece. I got to talk to Kirk Cousins in our nation's capital oh, did about he? the uh, – I like he, didn't like, he didn't like this. He didn't like the end. He didn't like the way this game went against uh, like Aaron Rodgers. He did the – You like that! You like that! No, no, we didn't like that. No, we didn't like that. We Your didn't like that. was horrendous. You thought he specifically He didn't play well. He didn't play well. I, 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 even if the game was over, you never get sacked on fourth down when you're going in to score. You, that, that's like cardinal rule. You throw it up and give somebody opportunity. You saw what he did. He, he took a sack. And like, I'll tell now you, now you're worried about I, something more than that. It, I mean, I don't. I I wouldn't pretend that I know anything about the man, Kirk Cousins, because I spent ten or fifteen minutes talking to him. You changed your life last bro. week. Why did we did talk to him on the phone once a couple years ago too? But let me just say something to you. I, like I have this. a pretty good radar. I have a pretty good radar for if somebody's full of it, or if they're a nice guy, or you know, they're being sincere, or they're BSing. I'm fairly good at that. And, man, there's just something about him. And I said to him before we started, I said, you're the anti-Marino or Peyton. You know, you don't yell at your guys. You're so encouraging. That's what I would – if I were on your team, that, I, that you're the only guy I could play with. If you're like, you're like, you're the best in the business, fella. Like, that's the way he is. And at the end of the interview, it has nothing to do with the quality of the interview. You can just tell this is how he is. He, he, he said, like, I said, hey, good luck on Saturday night. I appreciate the time. He's like, hey, can I tell you? I thought you did a really good job here, that you were really professional and really well-prepared. Nice job. I mean, I, nobody gets up from interviews and does that. You're about to go play a big playoff game. He's busy with you see, know, complimenting we, me. We, we seem like a nice we guy. We're big. You know, as, as analysts, we're looking at it like big. Don't forget, he was on the big stage in Alabama. You know what I'm saying? So Who, Kurt? Michigan State. I mean, uh, Michigan I, State. Michigan. I'm sorry. He, he was on a big stage at yeah. Michigan State. So, I mean, the guy, three, what, three-time starter? I mean, three-time uh, captain of his team. Mm -hmm. So, he know how to lead. His He's team. the anti-Connor Cook, in other words. Yeah, well, yeah. Exactly. exactly who he is. But, yeah. yeah, he was – I mean, he just was super, super nice. But, anyway, you can look that one up online if you care to hear That's the, the way to pub yourself. You there like you go, that. Check. You say drop yeah. dime. I'm, I'm named – I'm named this, – this, this whole show is devoted to name dropping. As although it should. I, it's your show. I want to – although I really want to see that group text message with you and all the Steelers on there. That would be the best. It's just some things I can't let you All right. Fair yeah. enough. Fair enough. Let's get to it, then. <laughs> I feel like in the midst of this crazy – Crazy Saturday night game. That Martavis Bryant catch, and people still, Bucky Brooks for one of them, says it wasn't a catch. I don't know that he, how he had possession of it. I looked at that, you know, pretty thoroughly. It does look to me like he legitimately controls that ball, weird as it is, against the back of his lower bum. Maurice, how say you on that catch? I say he caught it. I said it's probably one of the greatest of all time. I think I tweeted you, huh? Yeah, sure did. Yeah, I tweeted Ike and that was like, on top, that was, top five catches. I said that was going to be number one. You yeah. think so? Ike, you, you, does that ranks ahead of the Odell How? catch? Well, let's take a – you know what? We have a little montage here. Here's some of your – Montage. Oh, that, this is Martavis first here. So, let's uh, let's give everybody watching on YouTube or on NFL.com hey. a chance to see it. Listen. I thought he had dropped it. I was cursing him for a, for you, a moment. You don't understand. Look, in a couple of seconds, the guy had the nerve to flip over. 
That that the is flip, the craziest part the about flip it. Over. And he still catches whole it when he's standing up there. That sort of I, whole it, position. That instinct of I, I mean, there's sometimes when I'm walking down the street. This happens to me periodically. Sometimes right. I'm just walking down Look the street it. and I think to myself, oh, you know what? I'm going to do a handstand and walk down the street on my hands. And just before I jump into doing it, I realize, oh, I don't know I how to do, do a handstand. Hey, he's flexible. His instinct was like, I got the only way I can keep this ball is to spin my body over. If I and he could do it. That was insane. At the but in, oh, in, in the world we live in where every weekend stuff that looks like a catch isn't a catch and stuff that doesn't look like a catch is whatever that way around. That didn't. That to me, I don't know how that is a catch. And some of the catches you've seen during what do you the, mean? Because oh. he possessed okay. it. It never was jarring. So it was never it jarring. Was still, it never moved. So he had he had possession even. It moved all over the place. One time no. it was here, then it was on his butt. Then but it's not saying once he had it on his butt, he took two he steps, it. and then when he landed, the ball did, again. He didn't switch hands. Before, again, no, I, let me first show you this montage. But for the record, he pins the ball against his lower butt. With his, his right foot still down right just hamstring. before it comes hamstring, up. Hamstring, not lower his butt. right hamstring. I'll call whatever you want to. First, let's take a look at like, who are the candidates it. for what, I don't know, greatest catch of all time, but at least catches I've seen in my lifetime. Come on, Black Tie. Down the middle, reaching up. Dark ball with one hand. A one-handed stab. And they roll a good catch at the Dallas 16-yard line. Wait a second. Wait a minute. It's it's it up. up. It's hands down. Packers win. Pass for Holmes is caught. Wide open time, Rehu makes the catch. Touchdown, Martavis Bryant, right corner of the end zone. An unbelievable one-handed 43-yard touchdown grab. Martavis Bryant has the best catch. Hey, I, I, I'm going to have to disagree. I'm going to have to either say that David Tyree would brawl over his yeah. back, stuck to your helmet, yeah. or I'm going to have to go with that uh, Antonio Freeman. That that was just amazing because he got up and scored off that one. Right. You know, the ball bounced around, hit his foot. He had the but, awareness yeah. to get up. And, that one, uh, but that I, one's fluky. I feel yeah. like that's not – they're all fluky. Oh, I haven't seen haven't. Odell catch another ball with three hands. You haven't seen – Three Martin, hands? Help. Or three fingers. I'm sorry. Three hands. <laughs> but look at this. Look. The, the DB thing. drops it. He taps it with his hands, catches it, then gets up, has a wear with the – well, the Freeman catch, and again, I, I stress, go to YouTube and you can watch uh, you can watch this uh, DDFP. Is that Brian Williams? But the thing that was weird, I agree with you, Handsome, that there's a fluke factor to the Freeman one, same as the Javon Curse catch with a minute left in last year's Super Bowl. The thing with Freeman, though, was he was he was lucid enough that he watched that the ball the ball come out of the uh, DB's hands, and he yeah. did have the sense to reach out there and get there. It didn't just land on him. The curse one was a little more fell into his lap, but but nevertheless, yeah, that's a crazy one. The Tyree one is remarkable, but again, there's a weird fluke factor to that one. He caught that with his his hands and the helmet. Yeah, if I was gonna say a pure with catch, Randy Rodney Harrison pulling yeah. his arm, it's, it's another helmet catch you didn't that sparked this guy's career. Antonio Brown. Yeah, I, I can't I, I can't go from here to here because they're gonna say it's incomplete. They they're gonna say I have no control. Like I'm gonna this. leave it up here. Stick it there. I'm gonna leave it right there. Two feet in. Bam bam. That's your favorite catch ever? Why is not on the top five? All right, listen, I let Black Tie cut this together for us on a whim, I and he got why. a lot of Jarvis it. Jarvis Landry had a pretty good one two weeks ago. No. Oh, stop. It looks with Jarvis Landry hey, has no place in here. This I think Randy good. Moss is, too, with that post. I mean, he, mm -hmm. he not, caught it and left beauty. it there. Yeah. But yeah, that is good. Revis. And that was Revis, a Revis, Grandpa too. Revis. So, so? Well, that bad. Revis wasn't even close to him when he I caught know, that. So he man. whipped him. That's he bit him off the line and put his hand up, and then Revis acted like he put hey, a hand Hey, black tie, black tie. 
Black Work on your jump messy. shot. I think that one. <laughs> black tie being messy. I feel like black tie, you're right about that one because that does have like an Eric Dickerson quality to it, which is to say it, it looks so easy. It was so casual yeah. the way he, he never did it. never touched it with yeah. a second hand, and Revis was talking smack all week leading up to that matchup too. So it was sort Look, of like the slow. Boy, that ball, that's a deep ball, and it hits his hands and never moves the second it hits Never touches fingers. it the second hand. Sure didn't. Yeah, that yeah, that that's his body. Hey, Randy, Randy, like one of the great all time. Hey, but did you see the mm-hmm. the Rand thirty for thirty? Yes. yes. That that with him and Marshall, I I never saw his college tape. I never got a chance to watch it. Was but a monster. Beloved. The reason Chad Pennington got got drafted because uh, well, of him. Yeah, he because he was taking screens to the house. That's that's what people don't understand. He was taking screen receiver screen passes to the crib to the. How his stride be this? He's bigger. He's, his, he looked like he was playing. His stride be this room long. Right. He would vault guys, and it would look like they were standing on their feet, and it would look like he jumped them like uh, they were one of the hurdles in the. And he kept doing hurdles. it this first year in Minnesota. He was he, he didn't look like he didn't stop. That's a conversation we'll have in the offseason. Who's the best receiver of all time after Jerry Rice? And I think it probably would be Randy after Moss. Who? But in the meantime, let's. Well, Jerry Rice, of course. I mean, Jerry is – I'll tell you what, though. Antonio Brown is on pace to be in that conversation if he keeps this up for another season or two. Antonio Brown against the Bears the year you guys were 0-3 on Sunday night and the Bears came in or was at 0-2. He made a catch in the back of the end zone that deserves recognition as well. Let's go around now. What's your favorite, Maurice? Best catch you've ever seen. Out of all those, or just whatever you want. If you want to go off the board, go off the board. No, no. I, I mean, I'm gonna have to go with. Uh, that's tough. I, I'm gonna have to go with uh, Freeman. Though. I thought Freeman just Antonio. Wear, that's a fair because it was a big game. It's a rival. I mean, to may have the wherewithal to catch the ball and then get up and score. That means a lot. Black tie behind the glass. You're going to go with Odell Beckham. I think it's Odell Beckham. It's not even close. I think we're just doing a hipster thing here by trying to act like it's oh, high. that's ridiculous. Like it's, doing it's, hipster. There's a reason why that catch was like what it was. I mean, that's, I don't think it's close. Well, no Brandon Lloyd, for the record, stabbed yes. one with the inside mm-hmm. hand. Yes. That was a uh, more of a a bullet of a pass when he was. Well, where, where was he? Denver. Denver. Yeah, in Denver. He made a he made a couple crazy catches that year, but that one was a, should be That's in there one. as well. That was a great catch. Handsome. I don't like, th- and don't do Jarvis Landry. I'm not going to do Jarvis Landry. I could do Brent Grimes' interception against Megatron oh, last year. That was not, a that was great good, one. But I'm not going to do that. For me, of the ones that you showed, I think that's Antonio Holmes' catch in the Super Bowl because of the moment it happened. Uh-huh. In, and I think the throw was just as good as the catch. But that's that gives me chills every time I watch that one. How about if, if in fact, I mean, obviously this is opinion-based, but that it was basically the same ball from the same distance thrown by the same QB. If you said Martavis Bryant and Santonio Holmes are the two greatest catches that they would be thrown by the same right arm. Ben Roethlisberger, so I'm talking Yeah, I have, I but I'm not sure where you're taking it. Apart. I don't know. I've got, but I do think that people sleep on that. Well, Santonio. Oh, you're, do, you're adding down, context I, to this. No, no. That's a great catch if it happens down. in it's the third catch, week of, uh, of preseason. Just the position of the ball over three defenders okay. in the exact awesome. – It's – it's, it don't matter. It was in the, you made it, but I don't know if he got that second one down. I think yes, he, he did. Tucked. It was tucked. It was tucked, tucked, with tucked, that it was tucked on his shoe. Watch it. It was tucked. Watch it. It's, 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 great. Look, it's on his shoe. Great. It is not on his shoe. Watch it. Watch his shoe. You're going to be on my shoe in yeah, a look, minute. Look I don't like that. <laughs> look at the grass. You know, it doesn't they matter. Have, Ain't nothing you can do. It's over. They've instructed hey, Black Tide to cut the shoe off. Look, it's on the shoe. No, it's not. There are photo. There are close-up images that show both of his toes on the ground simultaneously. And Dave, you think that catch gets remembered if it happens in Week Four of the regular season? 
because you just said it's context an interesting doesn't matter. Play. All right, that's a fair point. You're I, mean, I, mean, they, I don't even think it comes up in this conversation if it didn't happen in Super Bowl. Hmm. All right, you know what? That's it was not on crazy. the biggest. Anybody can catch the ball one-handed. Anybody can catch the ball one-handed in a regular game. People do it all the time. I hear that. I just saw Jordan Reed do it, right? I hear you. But now if you're not talking athleticism, just pure – uh, you know, Moment. a physical Moment. ability. But if you say what's the best catch in Super Bowl history, by definition, you're adding context to that. To me, people like to say the Tyree catch or some of those Lynn Swan catches catch in Super Bowl huge. ten. To me, the Santo- the San Antonio catches is easily the best. And I think as well, people keep talking about Super Bowl. For forty two seconds left, and he reaches out. He's that's hanging the best out. Super Bowl. He's no, that's the best. David Tyree had. Can I jump on your back? Those are the two best plays. James Harrison. Happen? Go ahead. I want to jump on your back while Ike throws you the ball and see if you can catch it. <laughs> and then I'm going to rip at no, it. No, I, I, I think I made it clear. I'm too meek to make it, but I could lead one drive. No, you, you keep me clean. No, I, I said, I got to be kept in the cold weather. The Let's put you out there in that cold back. weather. Ike is going to throw you the ball. Can you catch it and, and keep it there? No, but okay. Dave has a two inch vertical anyway. I'm a pot bellied Jew. Who cares what I can do? Martavis Bryant got the best catch, man. Yeah, I think it would be hard. Hard to catch the ball with somebody on your back. Martavis Bryant, Ike Taylor. That's you're a defensive I, back, so I'd your say vote counts Ike's most. Pick against Seattle is probably one of the top two they didn't have that. I, I enjoyed that that's, one. That's the best catch, I think. My favorite catch, the Martavis one. The man had the nerve to understand if I juggle this ball or try to move it anymore, they're yeah. going to call that incomplete. So, you know what? I'm a tuck. I, I mean, I'm going to tuck and hold the ball. Referee got his hands up. Oh, so the referee understood, too, that it was a catch. I had possession when I fell. Touchdown. Look at this. I mean, look look at it. I'm inclined. Maybe he, I'm a he, prisoner of the hey, moment, l- but l- I really do kind of agree look with you, Ike. Look at this. Now, if this was in the Super Bowl. Let me tell you something. Then we'll really be Odell Beckham, it. as not improvised still, as that scene. Odell Beckham deserves great praise for working and thinking outside the box in his training rituals. I mean, he really does. But he practices those one-hand catches, so kudos to him for practice. having the you foresight practice to practice that and be able to make a special that's play. That's instinctive. That's pure. That's exactly you, right. You, you can't practice that. That is. That. He just improvised that in the blink of an eye and somehow flipped himself. Oh, that was great. I mean, it's impossible for me to fathom how you would do how your brain works that fast and your body listens. I mean, yes. there I've been out playing three on three plenty in my life and thought like, oh, you know, it's nice. Like I see that guy flashing. I'm gonna I'm gonna no hand. I'm gonna no look pass it to him. But by the time I can make my hands get the ball and make the pass, a defender has closed out closed that off. The ability to feel that like that's, this is what I need to do and do it before that's you know. Crazy. Shaq, is it possible? I can't even put it into words. Clearly, is it possible to separate the actual catch from like essentially the landing? No, because oh. part the landing is the catch. the catch. That is the catch. It's not. It's not the same. It's not like a run after the catch. It is intrinsic to it. He doesn't. He possesses the ball by the time he's already almost into his dive. By the time he possesses the ball, and he kept it there. Right. It's crazy. That All tuck, right. That's crazy. He tucked like that. So I think we settled nothing. Although we got two votes from Artavis Bryant. So that. So, th- so that wins it. Very Steeler guys. Yeah. Oh, I, you know. At, well, I, well, well. Level charges all you want, Maurice. <laughs> well, I don't know well, if I like. Keeping, I don't I'm like just keeping it honest. I don't know if I like. I know now. this ain't the couch, but Shaq, well, you got to keep it a hundred. Well, congratulations. Now, handsome and Ike maybe will have company named Maurice Jones Drew. You might all be banned now. And that's your favorite disrespect. type of show is you just talking. I don't like. I'm not that disrespect. Whoa. I won't stand. Whoa. You know what? There was some good trash talking in the green room on Sunday though while really? we were watching the game. Kurt Warner was in there, and I brought up the fact that Ike and Black Tie had recently played basketball against one another. Right. I said. 
Kurt, I understand you're a great, not good, a really, really great basketball player, Kurt. Kurt Warner's not trash talking anyone, though, is he? Well, so I brought up the quarterback. I said, we got to get, we got to get a one-on-one. He messed it too. He messed it. He messed it. I'm gonna let me tell it what happened. I said, let's play a one-on-one tournament this year at NFL Media. Let's have it. Lights up, like, oh yeah, I can do it. But we are no. Kurt has a hoop court in his house in Arizona, and they say there's certain rules at his house. Like, you can't foul Kurt. You got to let him go to the rim. You know, when he calls foul, you No. When we're here, you're going to have to earn the ball from me. That's just how it's going to be. I'm going to foul you until you tell me you don't want to play anymore. All right. Marie says, that's what's going to happen to you, Kurt Warner. Kurt Warner says, Oh, I'm all right with you hitting around, hitting me around the belly button. I just am worried about getting hit up on the arms uh, and shoulders, but that's not a problem with you, Maurice. He doesn't think I got we bounced. He made a short joke. Yeah, I mean, like, that's, some of my that's, that's one of the things that gets me, like, Kurt, you're old. Like, come on, the short jokes are, like, almost about the same age as you. Oh, it made me laugh. <laughs> I laugh. Oh, yeah, you, you laugh at everything because you like to stir stuff up. But then when I, then I told him, I said, I'm going to, you know, I was like, I'm a competitor. And he goes, he's a competitor. And, I, and then I chuckled, like, ah. <laughs> You're a quarterback. And you said, no, 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 Kurt. I got a fire inside me. And Kurt's response. No, I said, before he said, I said, <laughs> deep inside, it's a little stuff covering it. And then he goes, here's a couple layers. And I'm like, <laughs> all right. I'm like, okay. I said, I said, I'm not messing anything. I'm I just said, covering Ike. the story. I said, <laughs> okay. Covering the story. We'll settle it on the court. We'll settle it on the court. Don't so when it. I go, when I go, I'm just going to let it. you know, I'm going to black out like <laughs> Will, Will Ferrell <laughs> in the movie. I'm going to foul the hell out of him. He's going to get all mad. I'm going to be like, I told you. Because you're not going to back me down. I'm not black. You're not just going to put me in the paint. Like, that's where I live. I live in... In, in the trenches. What like, you I don't like want is Kurt Warner chasing you around like Black Tie has been chasing Ike around, telling you how it should have happened, how right. it could have happened, all right. that stuff. In I'm the first like, annual Black Tie what? Invitational one-on-one tournament, who is the number one seed, Black Tie? Number one seed in the NFL building? Uh, yeah. Everybody who we work with. And don't from say what yourself because that would be embarrassing. From what I've seen, I might have to go Bucky Brooks. Bucky, Bucky already said he's play. Bucky said he's afraid of tearing a uh, an Achilles. Well, if, if, one of assuming no healthy, I would go Bucky. I Bucky, think you're way off. I might go Nate. Played. I might go Nate number two. Nate no. number two. Bucky played in Nate. college, though. Yeah. Did, he did? Yeah, yeah Bucky, Bucky played, played on, on the JV team. team. The JV team in North Carolina, which is like – Which eight. is legit. I yeah. played on my JV high school team. Does that make me a favorite? <laughs> no. <laughs> not, the, not the North – I mean, he played against, like, some NBA guys. Yeah. And Nate's brother plays in the league. He's a coach but of the Rockets. But that don't mean Nate. Yeah, that don't mean Nate. Is that right? No, he, no, he, he, was, he got scholarships and whatnot. Nate could have played. What about – but, no, I think you guys are missing somebody – Named Akbar Bajabiamila. Akbar can't play. I'd, I'd be. Oh, I'd be, I think he can I'd play. And he's six play. foot five. I'd be. But he got those finesse, long though. arms. He's finesse. I'd be more nervous to play Willie than I. Yeah, would I was gonna Akbar. say Willie. Yeah, I was just gonna say OG. he's the other one that would be OG. scary. But Akbar's got. I mean, he's. But he's too finesse. About as young as you guys. Akbar's finesse. He's not like. How you ever played ball with him? I see him drop the, the hammer on me. It felt pretty physical to me when he hammered me. <laughs> I could tell by the way he pass rushed uh, Iztuk because if he was a real dog, he'd have took Iztuk and threw him into you. <laughs> then that would have been humiliating for two people. Who have exactly. Children. Maybe LT is, will, will have it as well. I think LT could, could bring some. LT? Yep. Damian Tomlinson? Yeah. I heard he could play. Why y'all sleeping on him? What? I would take Maurice over LT. I don't know. I, I just get I mean, the sense that Maurice. I played, I played freshman to freshman basketball and quit halfway two, through the two season. Two on two, I like me and MJ. Oh, oh all day. Oh. I'm going to be the post guy for sure. I'm going to be the postman. Oh, two on two. Now we're I'm going to be the postman. That's what we need to We're going to have a two on two tournament. 
I, I, you know what else I want to do? I, another thing I think would be a fun thing, battle of the NFL Network stars. I think that's what we should do, too, a series of events. Decathlon style. But I just, ain't running, Shaq. No, I win it. Just relevant events. 50-yard dash, who can throw a ball the farthest, connect I'm four. Bowling. I'm going to win it. Bowling. Bowling. <laughs> Closest to the pin. Ooh, close. Oh, I like that. Chicken wings. How many chicken wings you can eat? No, no, see, no, 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 no hey. you're being silly. Hey, I know last time I checked in 2015, I played one-on-one. I'm one and zero. <laughs> that was the last time Bing. I checked. I remember in 2014. No, in, in spring of 2015, you also played. Uh, you had a shooting contest, a free throw shooting too. contest to Dave Damashek. That's like all you can do is shoot, though, Shaq. You're a shooter. That's, that's, you know what? I know what I'm good at. I'm a sharpshooter. So I'm you guys lot. both have winning records. What's Black Tie's record is? I'm a lot like – you know what I'm a lot like, Maurice? You, have, like, I, you know, they like to do that with kids that are about to get drafted. They they provide a pro comp who he's most like. When I watch NBA basketball, I see a lot of me and Kyrie Irving. You know, like Kyrie Irving, he's a great perimeter player, but he can create his own shots. And that's my thing. Check, you know? chill out. You got to stop. Time <laughs> to pull the plug. <laughs> hey, say Uncle Drew. You ain't Uncle Drew, Shaq. You got to stop. It. Maybe not. Uncle oh. Jew. All right. <laughs> Maurice Jones, Drew, Handsome Hank, Ike Taylor. What a time. We're going to be back with another podcast for you. We'll tell you who's going to win these divisional round games. whole bunch of other hooey and applesauce. Meantime, make sure you're watching Maurice and Ike Taylor. The accolades are flowing in. A lot of people outside the building, inside the building, more and more every day. Taking note, Maurice Jones, Drew, Ike Taylor, people saying, you notice how good these guys are, how entertaining they are, how informative they are? It's all over the place. The bosses say it to me. I say I disagree, but all right, everybody can have their own opinion. Honestly, you got me here, and I appreciate that. No. Untrue. No, you did. Untrue. You went back for me. That's right. No, Handsome really liked you better than I did. But anyway, all right. Listen, we'll be back with more picks and, uh, you know, what's going to be in Denver and Charlotte, North Carolina and Foxborough. Massachusetts. What was the other one? Oh, Phoenix at Glendale, Arizona. Oh, it's going to be awfully good. I can hardly wait. Find out more on the next DDFP. What's up, everybody? Daniel Jeremiah, Bucky Brooks from Move the Sticks. Bucky, for those that haven't listened to our show, tell them what's about. Two former NFL scouts, about 20 years of experience looking at the game from a different perspective, really digging into the personnel evaluations and also some of the team matchups. Also going to be focusing on the draft as it gets closer. And you can check out our show on NFL.com slash podcast. You can find it on iTunes as well as YouTube on the NFL channel. Just pump in Move the Sticks. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.
Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real Steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.